0: Instead of favours for the billionaire friends, when will this government stand up for First Nations and Canadians already hurting?
1: Yes. Honourable Minister of Environment, It gives me great pleasure to actually talk about climate change and the action our government is taking. We're phasing out coal, investing renewables and have a just transition. for What earlier. are you talking about? That was not the question, Ms. McKenna. And that was a legitimate question being asked by the NDP in question, period, today. And, of course, McKenna wanted to turn the page because she can't explain how Loblaw got $12 million in taxpayer dollars. And if you aren't bothered by this, I mean, this is a company that made $3.25 billion in 2018. Not a bad haul. This is a company owned by the second wealthiest family in Canada. So why are they getting money from a climate fund that we, the taxpayers, fill to upgrade its registration system? I mean, especially, you know, the bread pricing scam, the issue of, um, you know, raising wages that they pushed back against. And how is it the rest of us get stuck with a tax? And if I'm a small business owner, I am steaming mad going, are you kidding me? If I'm the butcher down on Queen Street or I'm, you know, I'm an ice cream shop in Hamilton, whatever, you don't think all those companies need refrigeration changes and upgrades? And who's going to pay for those? Oh, yeah, uh, they do. So people are rightfully angered. Aaron Woodrick is the uh, federal director of the Canadian Taxpayers Association. Aaron, good to have you on with us because I think you still have steam coming out of your ears. Um, it's not that I'm not a big supporter of private business. But how on earth does this help the middle class?
0: Well, it really doesn't, Alex. I mean, I understand how tone deaf this was. Aside from the fact this is a company, as you note, already a very profitable company, owned by the second wealthiest family in Canada. Uh, you know, not a great, uh, not, not a great re- reputation in the last few years with the bread price fixing and mm-hmm. some allegations of tax evasion. Ooh. I mean, they just rolled out a tax last week and told Canadians, we're going, to make, we're going to make it more expensive for you to fill up your car because this is how we change behavior. This is how we get you to reduce you know, consumption and, and stop climate change. Meanwhile, this week, they give Loblaws $12 million to buy new refrigerators for their stores. Why didn't they hit Loblaws with a new tax to get them to change their behavior? So the bottom line is you and me and everyone else, we got to pay more to fill up our car at the pump. Loblaws gets $12 million from taxpayers' money. Uh, to to upgrade their fridge. I mean, it's just, it's tone deaf, and it's a crazy plan, and it shows these guys are talking out of both sides of their mouths. Or elsewhere,
1: yeah. I mean, look, the bottom line is, $12 million in the grand scheme of things is not a lot of money, but it would certainly be to a small business that does not have, you know, billions to, uh, you know, lay and sleep on at the the end of the day. Um, isn't the carbon tax the point of it to incentivize companies like Loblaw to change their bad habits to avoid the penalty? I mean, I thought that's what this was supposed to how it's supposed to work.
0: Well, exactly. And if it didn't do that, they're admitting that it doesn't work. If it doesn't work, why do we have it? And they're also acknowledging, and they're right, guess what? Costs matter to business. When you raise costs on business, that's bad for them. It makes it harder for them to turn a profit. And so that's why they're subsidizing this stuff. And <laughs> When it comes to consumers, we're just supposed to somehow make ends meet. And it you know, it all comes back to their magic math, Alex. They're going to collect this tax. But don't worry. They're going to give it back. And somehow, all that pot of money, you're going to somehow end up with more in your pocket. And think a lot of people rightly scratch their heads and say, if you want to make me have more money in my pocket, why don't you cut my tax? taxes instead of imposing a new tax and waving a magic wand and saying I'm somehow going to have more after all said and done.
1: Hey, if I get a 12 million dollar check at the end of this year for for paying the carbon tax, then I will do it. I mean, honestly, but I'm trying and I, I'm not math is not my strong suit, Aaron, but I, what the average person in Canada is going to get three hundred dollars back or certainly let's talk about Ontario, three hundred dollars back in your tax return. But we are going to be spending way more than $300. I mean, just the gas alone in your car is going to be way more expensive. But have they factored any of the costs of food costs, uh, entertainment costs, delivery costs? I mean, how is it that the government has somehow been able to manipulate and spin people into believing that they're actually getting all this money back?
0: Well, first of all, I don't think most people are buying it. Uh, they're doing their best to, to convince some gullible people. But uh, look, they're guessing, they're estimating about the cost. And look, I'm not denying that they're giving the money back. But what's impossible is you can't take a pot of money from people and then somehow redistribute it in a way where everybody has more than they started out with. Right? It doesn't work that way. Someone is going to be paying more. Um, and in this case, if they're giving $12 million to Loblaw, uh, is that coming out of the extra carbon tax we're paying? Are we basically subsidizing Loblaw's new refrigerators? Uh, I mean, that seems to be what it is, and it's just tone deaf and shows this government really doesn't know what they're doing on this file, and and think Canadians are suckers. Uh, that There's such a thing as a free lunch.
1: Yeah, I mean, strategically, I get why they're doing this. They want to make a big, splashy announcement showing what they can do. You know, Loblaw's doing this will take 50,000 cars off the road, but in their haste to turn the page on s and They clearly did not give a lot of sight, uh, you know, forethought um, into the optics of what it would be like to give a company like this that much money. I mean, it's 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 a thumb in the eye, certainly for all the uh, part-time employees who could not get their wage increase because they got replaced by a self-serve checkout.
0: Well, yeah. And look, you mentioned small businesses earlier, and I think that's the point. Whenever it comes to corporate welfare, they always have to pick winners and losers. Mm -hmm. It's always the government deciding who gets the handout and who doesn't. There's a very simple way to help businesses, and I'm in favor of it. Cut their taxes. Just cut business taxes. Every business can benefit. And even better, Alex, they have to actually earn the money first. They get to keep more of the money they've earned. They don't get free money from government just because the government decided to tap them on the head.
1: Right. But, you know, they don't even have a plan at this point, as I understand, for small businesses. This is being worked on. But to me, that would have been the first area that you would focus on is making sure that businesses in communities across these provinces um, have access to a fund. I mean, I'm not I'm not for corporate welfare in any way, shape or form, but if you're going to make this work, then it's, I think, the smaller businesses that you have to help out change their ways. Let the blah, let the big box office stores, they've got the money, they can do it. But the middle man, the middle layer of businesses, they just can't simply do this.
0: Yeah, I got to say, for a government that talks a good game about, you know, being all about the middle class and those working hard to join it, uh, they sure seem to be doing a lot of favors for big companies these days, whether it's bending the law for SNC-Lavalin or handing out money to Loblaw. I mean, these are, this is not the middle class we're talking about, right? So I, I think they've got a messaging problem, they got a policy problem, uh, and their numbers just don't add up.
1: No, it doesn't. And so where do you see this fight going? Because we know that, you know, Ontario's heading next into a courtroom. Saskatchewan has been in court, you know, everyone fighting their way out of this tax. I think there's what, six provinces, assuming uh, uh, Jason Kenney wins next Tuesday in Alberta, we could have six or seven provinces that are all fighting this, uh, this tax. Um, and this is going to be the issue taking them into the election.
0: Well, no, you're right. Uh, there's already two lawsuits underway. Manitoba's announced that they're going to launch one. And, and if Jason Kenney wins in Alberta, he will too. Uh, you know, uh, we're actually, our group, the Tax Service Federation, is intervening in the lawsuit, uh, and it'll be heard in Toronto starting next Monday. Mm. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. But it is, look, this is how serious it is. It's not every day that uh, governments sue other governments, uh, certainly not at this scale and uh, this just goes to show the depth of the opposition to this policy. And frankly, I think if, if this is the best the Liberals can do in terms of changing the channel and SNC-Lavalin, uh, they may be in for a rude awakening because I don't think this policy is much better for them.
1: No, I mean, between this and giving everyone a chance to own a home, none, none of this has been thought through very much. But again, half-baked ideas to try to get themselves out of a scandal. And you can see why it's falling apart. Aaron, we will be following that court uh, proceeding and we will talk about that on Monday. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. That is Aaron Woodrick, uh, federal director of the Canadian Taxpayers Association. They're they're pissed, rightfully so. So are the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses, all these businesses. They're saying, what the what the heck? Why can't we ever make it? Why can't we get a break? We just get hammered with more and more and more costs. I'm Alex Pearson, on point on Global News Radio.